Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Thursday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. The boys are here. The boys are here. I am Fred Slow, and I'll be alongside you, friend of the show, until 6 p.m. this evening, where we will hand this broadcast off to Thursday Night Football. Presented by West Award One. Yes. Soon to be owned by Amazon and Amazon Affiliates. Make sure when you're saluting to Big Brother, you recognize Jeff Bezos as your lord and say, what? Alongside me, a guy that told me in 1998 there's no reason to buy books online. It's never going anywhere. Van Nunley. Van, how are you? Amazon's a forest, not a bookstore. It's a dumb model for a company. It'll never take off. Used to be a forest. Let me tell you about deforestation. They're not Asian, they're South American. Uh, deforestation is when you throw someone out a window, so I just want to make sure we're on the same page with that. No, that's deflorestation. That's, all right, flora is a type of fauna. Oh, you throw them off the third floor. Ah. Florestation. Mike Vital in the back of the house. You had, a, you had a visitor today, Michael. Somebody came just to see you. Someone stopped by, dropped off some media pass from the New Mexico Bowl. Thank you very much, Jeff Sembietta. Appreciate that. Speaking of, he will be joining us at 4.15 while me and Van have to slum like sorry people and show up at the press conference tomorrow <laughs> at Isleta, Theater, uh, Isleta Casino and pick him up in person. Ugh, the effort. Sorry, folk. Unlike Mike Vital, who gets... Door service. And also, Mike, I'm not trying to be that guy Speaking right now. of Amazon. How do you not ask for our passes when you're getting your passes personally delivered? You know why? Because I thought you guys already got yours. I thought I heard you guys in the studio talking that you had them already. We haven't been in the studio all week. We haven't been in the studio all week. Yeah. Well, now, this... That was that was last week was when I'm time stamping. Uh, this yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm, uh, hmm. Lies. Hmm. Anyhow, good night, everybody. Yeah. We weren't in the studio yesterday because we were live at Revel from the, the Draft Day Sports Bar. I believe that's correct. It's a pretty good time. This is a pretty good time last night. Laughed a lot, played a lot, interacted with a lot of Lobo fans, and and got to see their excitement uh, live and in person because the Lobo side, 24. And of those 24, four of them, New Mexicans. I'm proud of that Coach G representing New Mexico. Uh Uh-huh. Made it a point to get New Mexican kids, and look what he did. A man of his word. Get it, Michael. If If you got it, you give it to us. I think we took the four best ones. Now, nobody's talked about Roger Corion from Jow, who signed with Boise State today. And we tried to recruit him. We tried to get him up here. He came up. We talked and met him at all the things. He chose Boise State. So we get an opportunity to try and whoop his tail four times over go. the next five years. There you go. Uh, I'm, I'm proud of this. We signed more New Mexico kids than that school down south because it's hard to sign when you don't sign any. They signed zero. Coach. So I, I, we took the best ones. I'm going with. We took the best New Mexico kids, minus Roger, so they decided not to take a chance on the next ones. And we're going to invite all those kids to walk on and prove me that I'm wrong that we didn't recruit them. Well, I just love that. Where'd you get that sound bike from, Michael? 
You guys had him on at the end of your show. <laughs> oh, that's right. That your I guys rec- segment. I recognize those voices. Personalized it for you. Best in the business, Michael Vitale. The class featured yesterday 19 high schoolers, all seniors, obviously. Three junior college transfers, two of which who are sophomores. So that'll give them a couple years to play at the Division One level. And those four players from New Mexico, they're all very good. They're all very good. They're all very good. I may I may have this wrong, but they got the New Mexico Gatorade Player of the Year three years in a row. That's correct. Zach Beal is the man. Although I'm gonna hold on. Let me let me retort. High school athletics is really hard to determine. I don't want to put any undue pressure on anyone. And the most important thing is you get your academic success handled, and you make sure you take care of yourself as a person. But please also chew up yardage on the field. Please do that for me. Well, and that kid, the fifth one that Coach G was going after who went to uh, Boise State, uh, he's going to hate Idaho. Oh, yes. He's going to be on the Lobos next year. He should have listened to us. He's going to pull yeah. out Tyler Keeney and, and come right back. Is that right, Keeney? 505-246-0610. If you need any recruitment or uh, college attending advice yeah. where you should enroll, we're your guys kid who went to boise state should have consulted us not idaho (laughs) idaho so this is real we should have called coach danny gonzalez or eddie nunez and we should have said hey we know you got like recruiting down to a science you know what good football players look like Mm -hmm. but if there is like a fringe kid who's considering somewhere else find out where that is and me and van will show up and we will just roast that place sure yeah we will explain to possible recruit how boise idaho if you read if you rearrange the letter spells butthole because that's what Boise, Idaho is. And it does. I don't know if that's true, but I will I will put it in a Abbott and Costello-style bit. I'm not fact-checking it whatsoever, but I think you're right. That's the Boise's awesome. not even a real word. Why would you want to go to a, some fake-named city? They just they made it up to make a... Boise potatoes. I mean, yes. Oh, I mean, they're called Idaho potatoes. Yeah, I mean, but... That's cool. Boise's gross. It's zero in the winter, so it's 100 in the summer. There's nothing around it. The closest city to Boise is six hours away. And if he's Irish or whatever and he loves potatoes, we have a shipping system across this country that's very efficient. You can access We could get potatoes, potatoes here yeah. whenever you want. Here's And here's the thing, young man. I recognize you're not a vodka guy yet. But if you mm. feel like you're – well, all right, mm. presumably – well, I tell you what. Made the wrong decision here. So maybe yeah. he's made a lot of maybe he was. life decisions. Who knows? And Boise, which, by the way, I forecast the Lobos never losing two again. That's how I feel. They're going to play every year for the ne- at least the next four years, and they're going to beat them up every single year. Double digits, even. I don't care what color the field is, either. It's going to be red here in a couple years. Yeah, stained with blood. Mm-hmm. Boise blood from red potatoes. There's a lot to dissect with that. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and take a lot of that back. <laughs> we don't want to hurt your children. No. Um, Josh Kirkland just walked away from the New Mexico Highlands football program yesterday. Just walked away from it. Yeah? He went to do something in Oklahoma somewhere. I don't even care. You are aware that I am the broadcaster for New Mexico Highlands University. So we had this recruit go to Boise, Idaho, and then the Highlands coach goes to Oklahoma. Why are people leaving for finger-pointing shaped states? Nice. I don't get it. They both look like their finger. They're very accusatory states. They're just pointing at stuff. 
He went to Southwestern Oklahoma University. What? Number one. He joined the team in February 2020. Uh, they didn't really play that year because of COVID-19, and that was kind of a thing in, like, the RMAC. Five and six this past year. Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm not a guy who's normally negative. I'm normally like a like a rah rah guy, and I like to laugh and I like to do that. Yeah, but, we cheer on your success. Yeah, forget Josh Kirkland. Besides, him, <laughs> he can go, man. He that I mean, just gross. Like you're leaving the kids. You're doing it right now. on signing day. You're gonna leave. Figure it out. Ron Hudson's gonna take over up there. He'll be the end interim head coach. Why Andrew Ealing has to find someone. Put your name in the hat. Put your, I mean, this is the weirdest time. Urban Meyer's available. Oh, we're going to cover that at length at 4.30 after we spend 4.15 connecting with Jeff Simbietta, who has not confirmed a text message to me yet, but we will we'll effort him. He's a busy During guy. the break. He's got a lot going on. Today. A lot going. It's, a bu- it's the busiest week of the year for him. Got he, his- if he gets three hours of sleep, he said the other day, he's happy. Is that when you were asking him to have your pass delivered? Is that when you guys talked? That, yeah, well, that well, no, I didn't know that he was going to bring have someone come by and bring it Lies physically. Again. That was awesome. Lies again, Boise, Boise, <laughs> Southwestern Oklahoma State athletic director Todd Helton. Look that up. See if that's who we think it is. He's on the cusp. Do you think Hall of Fame athletic director Todd Helton? Do you feel like former Major League Baseball player Todd Helton would be the athletic director of Oklahoma State athletic? I just don't. I don't know. Did he get a really bad drug addiction and get clean and go there to change his life? I'm not sure. I don't know that story. Is he? Isn't he Canadian, Todd Hilton? You're thinking of Larry Walker. They're the same. This is the same person, right? <laughs> That's isn't that a thing too? To like be one and two for so long. That like people don't know your part because that's a thing in sports, right? Where you always have a pairing, not just sports but life. Abbott and Costello, Sonny and Cher, like there's just like duos forever. Fred and Van. I think it's Van and Fred, but yeah, I mean you can do whatever you want. They have to come in a certain order too. Barton Millhouse, like there's just like a couple. There are no updates on Wikipedia on Todd Helton. Sorry. All right, so I'm assuming it's not the same Todd Helton. I mean, there can't be two. How many people are going to name their kid Todd? No offense to all the Todds out there. And I don't know That's any low hanging fruit. I'm sorry. I apologize. You know any grandparents named Todd? Grandparents named Todd? Yeah. You ever you ever you ever talk to anyone in your world and they're like, "Yes, yeah, my grandpa Todd." Um, That's a good point. <laughs> my defensive coordinator in high school his last name was todd so there are a lot of todds in his family that didn't count no nope i'm being who murders them all again how come they don't grow old this is a real question i'm having in my life um well it's because back in the olden days they didn't shorten their name down it used to be toddington's like like the department store yeah sure (laughs) we'll go with that is todd short for something theodore Todd, Todd weather, Toddy weather, toddlers. What? D- damn it, Michael! You can't name adults' children's <laughs> names. You're just you're just taking the word and, and making a different word out of it. When somebody tells you to chill, Mike, they're not telling you to children. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Yeah. Hey, Michael, I was kidding. 
Not not kid. Kid. Yeah. Ah, I really blew that one. That's okay. <laughs> the effort was there. We're gonna call Jeff. If he answers, Jeff's in for four fifteen. If he doesn't answer, we're gonna respect his boundaries that he didn't communicate well. And then lambast him off air. Yeah, we won't. He this is like the one pass you get, right? This week. Because he's doing the coolest thing in New Mexico right now. I agree. Jeff Simbiad is the man when it comes to New Mexico Bowl. Not about responding to my text about if he's taking a call for Well, he could be like me and just switched to iPhone and doesn't know how to work it yet like I do. I know for a fact he doesn't have iPhone. Okay. It's a point of contrition because in our friendship. Because of the, the green text. I regularly share my location with Jeff, and he says, don't do that, Fred. It's Quit doing we- that Yeah, he's me. like, it's weird. <laughs> Plus, it's 1230 at night. Dave and Buster's presents Two Men On Live. From the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio, we're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program. Phone lines are wide open. 505-246-0610. I know Jeff is actually, he was getting, he said, hey, I'm getting ready for the VIP team dinner deal tonight. He said, if I can squeeze you guys in, I will. But, you know, he's putting out a lot of fires, man. Look, Fred, I know my worth. Okay. And I value my time. All right. That means you can't value Jeff's as well? Is that what you're saying? No, I just felt like saying that out loud. That doesn't mean anything at all. You're kind of the worst. If you do want to see Jeff Simbietta and your boys, you can do it tomorrow. Because we are live, Van, from the pep rally at Old Town Plaza, and we are very excited about that for a lot of different reasons. There's a battle of the bands I just recently learned. You can't call it a battle of the bands. Both bands will be performing. Okay. But we know what it is. We know what it is. So what is the difference? There's not, a, there's not like a victor? Yeah, there's no trophy. Okay. No one gets a bag of green chili, which you love. We will. Is that is that seriously a prize someone would give? Because that's a crap prize. That's not really. You a get a bag of green chili and a miniature balloon. Shut up. Is uh, that no? Is, I'm making all this up on the spot. Of course. Okay, good. <laughs> I was about to take donations for these bands. Like I was about to go to helpyourboys.com, and I was going to say, let's figure this out because that is. Well, bands have the same name, image, and likeness rights, don't they? So we could like, I said that'd be a great photo op, photo op for tomorrow, on the plaza. Where are you going with? It's just we get one one band member and hand them a dollar, and then they're the official trombonist of two men on. And every time you tell a joke that falls flat, he goes. Well, no, that's what the listener does in their head. Okay. We'll be live from Noisy Water Winery, which is at the north west corner of the old town plaza there and we'll be broadcasting live from their patio so that means uh, we're going to dress warm is what that means you got your under armor yeah i do and normally when you see your boys out like whatever button downs white guy clothes nicer shoes uh not tomorrow tomorrow i will be i'll, I'll be bundled layers yes layers so we'll be doing that tomorrow from old town plaza we'll be there four to seven the pep rally kicks off at five and that will be very good. Thank you to Noisy Water Winery for allowing us to broadcast from there. Uh, we will have some. We'll have some people from the plaza on. We'll have some people from the bowl on. It'll be be a lot of interviews. It'll be a lot of laughing. So if, if you're looking for hot take sports talk tomorrow, um, well, first of all, you're on the wrong program all the time. 
But secondly, it's going to be a little more loose tomorrow. It's going to be a, little, a lot of laughter because we've got a cool event on Saturday, and that's the New Mexico Bowl brought to you by PUBG. And uh, your boys are going to be out there bright and early. Mm-hmm. Tickets available at the website, NewMexicoBowl.com. I'm into it. We might be rocking around with a couple tickets. We may or may not be. We gave away a bunch of them yesterday at Revel. But I will be walking around with gloves and a coldie. And if you see my un-oat soded gloves, yeah. you better hand me another one. So I haven't told you this, but um, I have prepared for you and I. It's, and again, I haven't told you this. I'm telling you on air. I have gotten the traditional size Yeti koozies for us. Okay. The slide on metal ones for traditional size drinky boys. All right. And then I've also gotten the slender, like, Celsius-sized ones, too. Ooh. So we will have choice of, so whatever tailgate we stop by, if someone is like, hey, are you looking, you trying you trying to drink with the king? And then they, they're like, are you drinking with the king? And then they throw me, like, a Budweiser? Mm-hmm. Well, like, yes, I am. I have a koozie ready for that. Yeah, please. But if they're also like, you feeling a Celsius boy? And I'll be like, actually, mm-hmm. yes, again. Yep. So we are prepared. I didn't know that, and that is uh, information that I'm very excited about. Yes, yeah. Because I don't say no, no, and what I mean, yes. I didn't mean to say no when you said don't say no. I meant to say yes. Don't say no. Yes, do not say no. Because when all right, here's how we're going to the tailgate early, early, and here's where we're going there everywhere. You forgot thirsty. Oh my gosh, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. All right. Also, I'm going to sleep not the night before. I've just I've just now determined. That's dangerous. Well, I like to live that way. Okay. And also, me and the lady have a regular Christmas party that night. Oh. So I'm going to go early. I'm going to enjoy vivation. I'm going to enjoy football. I'm going to hang out with the Duke City Gladiators in the end zone because they're going to be there in support. Then I'm going to go home, nap it out, matching ugly Christmas sweaters. We go to a house party. Bob's your uncle. You got back-to-back Christmas parties Friday and Saturday? Who would have the audacity to throw a party after the New Mexico Bowl? You have some tired attendees. Yeah, or wired. Tired or wired. Yeah, now that I say it out loud, most people don't drink as much as us, so they'll probably, they'll be fine. And so there's like when Fred drinks, there's a regular amount. When Fred drinks at sporting events, Mm. there's what I call Mm. the entertaining amount. Also, in the press box, not in there. I'm going as a fan. Isn't that fun? Yeah. And I'll give, like, like recourse and opinion afterwards. Because I, well, number one, I've told this to everyone that I talked to about it. I love the New Mexico Bowl. It's at or near my favorite thing in New Mexico. And you love a lot of things about New Mexico. Oh, my gosh. Sunsets? Except for green chili, you've just taken to our culture. Yeah. I'm a big Roadrunner guy. Yeah. You, any, anytime you see a Roadrunner, you're like, oh, my God. I, Fred, you've done this for five years. If I see a roadrunner. taking pictures of roadrunners, you're taking up all the space on your iPhone. In the parking lot of the New Mexico Bowl Saturday morning, I'm going to take a picture of and show it to Jeff Simbietta, who's joining us now on the Quan's Auto Care Hotline. Jeff, welcome to the program. Did I miss my call? I apologize. No, it's actually my fault because Michael, no real reason or excuse. Uh, we've been spending a couple minutes here talking about the New Mexico Bowl and talking about how excited we are to be there. But first of all, we're talking about the pep rally tomorrow, Jeff. Uh, how excited are you for the next couple of days? I'm excited because you're going to be there. And that, 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 see, I've done this <laughs> 14 out of the last 15 years, but you've never been there. So I'm excited that, that you guys will be there. That makes me a little more special. Yes. But uh, 
Yeah, I'm pretty fired up. I um, yeah, and then I just like I, I missed your call, man. I, I was on the phone honestly with the ESPN TV talent. We we're going over some some stuff, some story ideas, some sidebar stuff, and that's why I missed you. And then I looked down at at it, and, and you're like, "Are you coming in or on uh, or calling in?" And I'm like, "That's cute." <laughs> I, th- I thought it, I thought it was cute that you thought I was coming in today. <laughs> Well, I mean, you so you surprised us with your presence last time. We thought you were calling in last time, and you yeah, just... uh, last time wasn't Thursday Bowl week. But I, yeah. I love hanging out with you guys. I'm happy to come in, but um, I'm actually just racing now to go pick up Audra, and we're hosting uh, the team, uh, the school presidents, coaches, VIP. We got a little VIP dinner here at five thirty, and as the players are doing their their event, I think here at five five thirty, right downtown, right down the street from you. Actually, they'll be at the convention center for their event. So I'm, I just got at ran, ran. I'm going to go. I'd like to brush my teeth and wash my face and, and pick up Audra, and then we're going to head down there. And uh, Eric Dickerson's in town, the former Ram great. Um, he's going to speak tomorrow. He's going to come to the dinner tonight and just hosting that. So sorry about not being being with you there in studio. But, you know, I'm there in spirit. So, Jeff, it won't be my first pep rally. And I've been before, and it is a blast. It's an absolute spectacle. If loyal listener is like Fred and never been, tell them what to expect. So you know, that's the perfect spot for it because it doesn't take a bunch. Like, I think there's going to be a good crowd tomorrow. It, it feels like it's a big crowd no matter who's there. But you've got uh, one band on one side of the gazebo, one on the other, Van Tate from KRQE. Uh, friend of the show, but friend in real life to me nice. as well. Um, he MCs it and does a, a terrific job and brings up, you know, does, does little different, you know, pieces, brings up the cheer squads and 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 then just the drum line and then and then the, you'll have a coach and a, and a few players from each team come and they'll go for about an hour and as the sun goes down it gets a little chilly but they'll go as long as they want. You know, we've had times where one band just walks away, they're done, and the other band keeps playing and. Um, and, and, and fans come in and gather around, and then they go into the different establishments around Old Town and have themselves a good old night. 48 degrees during the pep rally tomorrow. Where are your layers, Van? It's layering. Gots to. Gots to. Uh, Van Tate will be joining us on the program before he starts hosting your event tomorrow, so we'll have a little inside baseball from him, which is very exciting. Friend of the show, friend in real life. Jeff, the game on Saturday has about as much buzz as anything. We were live from Revel yesterday for the uh, National Signing Day Coaches Show, and the conversation was in the air about the New Mexico Bowl. If anyone was asking or if anyone was talking, uh, does it just promote itself at this point, Jeff? Has it become such a staple that people know they're going to go and they're going to get just the best experience? I don't, I don't know if it promotes itself. And, you know, having the year off is, is – we, we, honestly, this time run into a lot of – oh, really? I didn't know it was back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so having this, and I say a year off, it was a year away. Um, so th- it, it's, there's been a lot of different challenges this year that I, and stuff that I thought about, but some that I didn't that have, that have popped up even just in the last few days. And it's people, oh, I didn't know we were back. And, um, and we talked about it, you know, how, how important it was to bring this thing home. And so in, in some respects, there's been a little bit of almost starting from scratch and in other respects, there's been a lot of yep. This is how we do it, and and there, there's a lot of a lot of uh, protocol to it. You know, my team, and I say my team, it's our team. They, they got together. I've, I've got people that, that come in seasonally for this event that have been with our 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 group 
anywhere from like like six to fourteen years, and they come in and fill a lane. Whether it, you know she runs the bands and the and the, and the volunteers, or she, she runs the the today the the Jennifer Rim Foundation Student Athlete Day of Kindness and, oh, and the luncheon tomorrow, and, and she handles the fan fest. And it's just been so good to watch our team get into their groove and. Um, I'm looking forward to really kind of getting to know the new uh, the, the people from PUBG Mobile, or I'm going to have dinner with tonight. And PUBG Mobile is going to have a big display at the Fan Fest too, by the way, which I think is going to be really cool. So, yeah, there, there's been part. You know, does it promote itself, Fred? I, 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 a little bit, but there's been a lot of a lot of newness to it this year too. Who's the quarterback for Fresno State? Uh, if I knew, and I might, <laughs> I would not tell you. So keep them wanting <laughs> you know, more. If, if they allowed the executive director into practice, which they do, um, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't tell you. All right, Jeff. Vital keeps mentioning this secret chili cook-off. It's not on the schedule. Where is it, and why wasn't me and Fred invited? Good question. Did Vital tell you that he got his pass and his parking pass delivered to the to the radio station on there? air? <laughs> yes, and his invitation to this super secret chili cook-off. I met Don, yeah. Jeff. I met Don in the elevator downstairs, and he said, yeah. "He said, excuse me, sir, I'm looking for VIP Mike Vital. Would he be believed right. yes. to work here?" Yeah. Yeah. So, did you take him to the VIP? Escorted him right up the elevator. I'm I'm merely Vital's minion. Let me let me get you to the king. I said how fortunate I am to sometimes have Mike cast his shadow upon me, and then I <laughs> I, I held every door in the facility, took him right to Mike Vital, shook his hand. It was a whole it was a whole little performance. I'm putting in paperwork. Yeah. I'm putting in paperwork to change his name to Mike Viptal from now on. So. Yeah, Mike VIP Tal. <laughs> yeah. VIP Tally. That's right. Uh, well, it's secret. I mean, it's a secret. It's a secret chili cook-off. It's. I mean, how, if, if I told you now, how secret with, with the ratings you guys have, the amount of people we have listening to what what I still consider to be our radio station. Yes. Um. I, then it wouldn't be very secret, would it? All right. I mean, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll, I'll whisper in your ear, but 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 you know. I just believe there. I think if Mike is in to the secret chili cook-off, then we should be able to stand in his shadow there too. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm just hungry. As long as you bring, as long as you bring friend of the show Vincent, then then we're good, right, Mike Kelly? Yes. <laughs> Jeff, we're, you know we're up against the break because you know how this game works. Anything we miss? Anything we want to get excited about for tomorrow and the next day? No, I just I'm, I'm fired up. It's been really fun having teams on the ground. I, I've been interacting with the, the student athletes who I've been. In, incredibly impressed with um i've been out of practice i've been watching the spirit with which they're practicing i looked at the weather report like i'm, I'm struggling to find a negative right now right. I, I think it's gonna be a beautiful day for college football on a saturday afternoon to showcase albuquerque and new mexico and college football and PUBG mobile and kickoff for kindness and the jennifer reard foundation and all uh, all the things that, that we're, we're wrapping ourselves around have fun. Get your tickets for the PUBG Mobile New Mexico Bowl. Go to NewMexicoBowl.com and just come out and enjoy yourselves. I, I, I tell people all the time, man, you know, it doesn't matter if it's your team playing or not. Sometimes it's almost better when it's not, right? You, you, you don't win, you don't lose, but it, it's just fun. Pick one and, and just get involved in the fan base and go have a few responsibly, of course, and, and enjoy a day. Thank you for coming on the program, Jeff. So very proud of you and your team for the excellent job that you guys do putting this together for the city and for those who travel far and wide to come and enjoy it. Thank you, gentlemen. I look forward to uh, seeing you throughout the week. Very good, dude. What a very good dude. I'm stoked. Yeah. It's t This is a – all right, I'm about to sound – all right. We have some fun here, right? Our job is to talk sports. Our, our job is to be part of the community. Sure.
this is a fun break from the work that sure. is right now. Like, because you go kind of hard at this point of the year. And I know a lot of people are like, Friday's our last day in the office, and we're not back to the fifth. And there's, like, I get all that. But for us, like, sports don't stop. Like, news doesn't stop. Current events don't stop. And, you know, we're a big part of charitable giving. Jeff is a big part of charitable giving. Like, that stuff doesn't stop. But we get to take a little break one Saturday where I can drink a uh, mixed drink at 7 in the morning and no one can say anything. Michael. Bloody Mary for me. Two men on 95.9 FM AM 610. The Sports Animal. Big thank you to friend of the show, friend in real life, Jeff Simbietta, host of the opening drive here on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. But this week, at least this week of the year, he's known as the executive director of the New Mexico Bowl. It's a good title. It's a good event. It's a good day. I don't know if Jeff. It's a good week. I don't know if Jeff. You're going to keep going? It's a good month. Yeah. It's not been a good year. Don't do it. My, my tires. <laughs> it's been one of the worst, actually. My tires are good year. Nice. I don't think Jess ever sent me an email, but I imagine the bottom of his email just has so many, like, titles and so many, like, letters. You know, I bet it's the opposite. I bet it's just Jeff. Humble? Yeah. yeah. Just Jeff. You ever seen my business card? That's what yeah. mine is. It's it's strong. Just, just says Fred. It's strong. We uh, had a fun morning this morning, and uh, every so often we're able to talk about some of the people in the community that help us help the community. And and we met this morning with New Mexico Opinion Coffee. And as you're aware, Vital, New Mexico Opinion Coffee has been with our program for as long as we've been doing it. Since you guys started. Yeah. Yep. And uh, they, were, they were our first sponsor. They, they, they're they the title of the program. We are absolutely powered by them. And we sat down this morning and uh, just the kindest words from their president, Matt Bregar, talking about how um, excited he was that we were day to day. And by the way, a lot of really positive feedback yesterday, which was nice. So uh, we sat in this morning for breakfast at the Range. You ever been to the Range, Vital? Yeah, they have good food there, especially the breakfast. Especially the pies, okay? Their bakery section, so good. So we sat down with them this morning, and what happened was uh, we renewed the deal for next year. So New Mexico Pinon is going to continue with your boys into 2022, and we are very excited for their relationship with us. It's going to be a rich connection. We're going to do a lot of the similar fundraising opportunities we've done in the city. I know... Last year, we helped Big Brothers Big Sisters with a big campaign at the tune of like $20,000. We've helped a lot of different organizations with donations, like to the YMCA and and, and others. And I know we are pinpointing working with Locker Number 505 on on a big project with New Mexico Pinion in our corner. So exciting. Yeah, you said it right there. Like, not only are we super excited that we get New Mexico Pinion back to be a title sponsor, but they love what we do in the community. We love what they do in the community. And we're. We're just so stoked to, to partner on some really cool stuff. And, you know, like you said, help out Locker 505, which we've built a relationship with, and we want out there, Albuquerque. Don't be surprised to see your boys at some New Mexico Pinon locations uh, come come as early as January, actually. So we're very excited about that. That's a big deal that's in the works. Uh, also, we exciting new partnership for the program. Uh, we're going to, although the details aren't, do you want to talk about? We should, we should wait. You want to wait? Let's wait. Sit on it for All a right, minute. All right, big tease. Let it sizzle. There's a lot of fun in the community, and we're going to be a part of it, and we will give that to you as soon as we have that ice down. We were able to be part of the community today as we're out at Tanawan Country Club for this big luncheon for the New Mexico Brokers. Oh, I should have wrote it down. I screwed it up. The The Lenders Association of New Mexico. There you for, go. So for buying a home. It's an acronym that I got out yeah. of order and, once already. 
NMM Lenders Association. NMMLA. Yeah, New Mexico Mortgage Lenders Association. Yeah, they nailed it. So what they were doing is is they were doing a big fundraiser, and what well, kind of the ins and outs of it was they collected stuffed animals, Michael, to give to APD, and the APD, whenever responding to anything that is a traumatic experience for a child, they then on the spot of that occurrence provide that child with a stuffed animal. Right. And blankets. And blankets. Yeah, a bunch of different types of animals. And whenever someone's going through a very traumatic experience, the yeah. the officers have a stock of these animals to how to help console this child in their time of need. Kind of very cool. And the Duke City Gladiators were a part of that. And and they well, they did big fundraising and brought it all together. And uh, Coach Sherman Carter was a part of that, too. And he told his story about the Gladiators, and he gave a really nice speech. And we're going to actually give that to you in its entirety when we get back from the break. So we're going to grab the break, and then whenever we get back, uh, we'll immediately come in to Coach Sherman Carter introducing himself and talking about how the Gladiators in the community of Albuquerque have served him and his football team. We'll grab that break now, and we'll be right back. It's two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, again, my name is Sherman Carter. It's an honor to be here. Thank you for everything you guys have done for the community. Thank you for everything you guys are doing for the community. Um, kind of want to give you a little background on my life. Uh, I grew up in a small town, Gary, Indiana, right outside of uh, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, I was born in San Antonio, Texas on an Army base. My mom was in the military. Uh, and it was an honor. I mean, it was an honor uh, having that background, uh, that reinforcement uh, to make me the man I am today. Uh, growing up uh, in Gary, Indiana, I played sports for one year. Uh, the first year I played organized sports, it was rough. Uh, we had a drive-by shooting. Uh, that was the first and last time I ever got to play in Gary, Indiana, uh, organized sports. Uh, my mom decided to move us to uh, Tennessee thereafter. Um, and so that's kind of where I grew up. Uh, but prior to that, uh, my life-changing experience was when I was age 11. Um, a week before Mother's Day, we were in Chicago visiting family. Uh, I moved, uh, after that week was over, we went back to Gary, Indiana. Um, so during that time of our, with, that we were away, there was a storm that had happened in the field across the street from where I lived. Uh, during that storm, there was downed trees, power lines, things that I did not know about at the time. Uh, once we got back to town, my little brother and I decided that we wanted to have a water gun fight. Uh, during that water gun fight, uh, I jumped over a tree and ran into a power line, electrocuted, almost dead. Um, I was uh, third degree burns, my entire body, in the hospital for eight months. Um, life flighted to uh, Chicago. It was rough. Didn't think I would be here. Um, so, sorry about that. Woo! Yeah. So. Blessed, blessed to be here, guys. Blessed to be here. So, um, as far as my life, it's, it's been crazy. Uh, having whirlpool baths every day for six months, uh, scraping dead skin off. So, I'm just, people see me smiling, they wonder why I smile. That's why he's our head coach. And that's, yeah, there's another reason. Um, so after that happened, um, I decided that I need to be there for my mom because uh, laying on the ground, only person I could see uh, standing around was her. Surrounded by people and all I could see was her. So, uh, I live life uh, to the fullest every day and I'm grateful. 
Um, moved to Tennessee thereafter. Uh, decided to play football. You know, I was known as a, the big kid growing up, fat kid, didn't know what I was going to do. Uh, football was a saving grace for me. Uh, and it made me the man I am today. And so uh, through football, I got an opportunity to play college ball. You know, I had opportunity to go uh, Arkansas State, uh, but I chose HBCU, Tennessee State University. Uh, they played their home games uh, at the Titan Stadium, and it was just a, a big influence for me. And uh, knowing that I'll be close to home, close to my mom, I can drive home every day if I wanted to, uh, was a big selling factor for me. And uh, I got an opportunity to play, uh, start four years, uh, redshirt in my freshman year, but I had my son my, after my freshman year of college. I uh, decided that my high school sweetheart, we were gonna go ahead and be a family. You know, and I've always wanted that, uh, growing up with just my mom. So I decided to quit football, gave up my, my dreams, you know. I uh, was a father, uh, quit school, quit football, just wanted to be there for my kid. And uh, it was a great decision for me, you know, just knowing that what I've been through and where I want to go, I want to be a dad. And so it was awesome. Uh, but then I started getting that itch. I missed the game. Uh, my head coach told me, you want to you wanna commit? You want to show us that you want to be here? You have to walk on. And that's exactly what I did. Uh, I gave up everything and I uh, wanted to show them that I wanted to be there. I wanted to give football my all. And so my son was there to support me. Uh, his mother was there. And uh, I walked on, got my scholarship back after that first semester and, you know, made my dream come true. Uh, picked up as a free agent to the Niners. Uh, man, it was awesome. Uh, after that season, I went to Detroit, had an injury, uh, got an injury settlement, and, and life's been good. You know, played Arizona Rattlers, and now here with the Duke City Gladiators, the offensive lineman, won two championships, and uh, now the offensive line coach, and now the head coach. So it's been a great experience for me. Uh, so I have a home in Rio Rancho, uh, wife, kid, uh, two kids now, two boys, and uh, yeah, my mom lives with us, so keeping her close to heart. So life's good for me, um, and Albuquerque is home. You know, I live in Rio Rancho, but it's it's all the same to me. You know, every everything is right there. Um, it, it's a great place to be. Golf courses are amazing. Uh, this city, the people are just so generous and so nice to you. I mean, this room, you can ask anybody for anything, and they'll do it for you. So, and, and I'm grateful for everything you guys are doing uh, for the community, for us as uh, Duke City Gladiators players. You have so many players here that decided to make this place home as well. So. Um, it's not that they're following in the footsteps, but they, they see what I see, you know, and, and it's an opportunity for them to grow and raise a family and, and become productive citizens of this community. And so I am grateful. Uh, the Duke City Gladiators are grateful for having us. Thank you for everything you're doing for this community, and, and thank you for having me today. Oh, that was nice, huh? Coach Sherman Carter, you're Duke City Gladiators. They are fortunate to have him. Oh, my gosh. That's a great guy with a wealth of knowledge who yeah. fell in love with this city. An incredible Real inspiring story. message. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing, too. You, you, often, you often lose sight. You know, it's these coaches and, and how fortunate we are to be able to connect with them regularly. They're people, too. You know, like these athletes are people, too. You know, it's, you know, say if there's, you know, kid who signs with the Lobos or whatever, and, and there's a negative critique online, and you're like, that's just a child. Like, what are you doing? That's a person. Sure. That's a – Terrell Owens, classically, right? It's my quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, I love that stuff. But anyway, so Kurt, Coach Sherman Carter, and big shout-out to the Duke City Gliders. They were a big part of that fundraiser today. They brought in 
thousands? Hundreds. A thousand. They brought in a thousand stuffed animals, I would bet. I'm trying to picture it in my head again. It was, if yeah, you, I think it was over a thousand. It had to have been over a thousand. Yeah. Because it, it was that, if you've been to that country club at Tanawan, it's that banquet area, and all of the walls had like folding tables, like eight foot long footed, and they were all full. So, I mean, that's a lot of stuffed animals. We took some photos. Everything is available at Talk ABQ, but thank you to the Gladiators for inviting us to that and that event. Uh, I think we were the only media there, so that's kind of a fun, special part of that relationship. And thank you to Coach Sherman Carter for standing up and kind of sharing his story and, and allowing us to replay that here on the broadcast for the listener because it's fun for the friend of the show, I think. Sure, I would, I would rather get to know and humanize these local athletes. Like, you want to know the person. You just don't want to know – Oh, they got six yards of carry this game. Right. No, this is a person. This is what they care about. This is what they've been through. Correct. And people who are willing to share, give me all that you got. And also, you know I hold a blood feud with anyone who calls it Illinois. So I feel like me and Coach Carter are about to, we're going to have to come to fisticuffs. Well, Illinois. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm East St. Louis born and raised. Like, we don't we don't tolerate that where I'm from. It's not Illinois. What? <laughs> Am I, I've been saying it wrong my whole life. Say it one more time. It's it's not it wasn't settled by French fur trappers, Elon Wa. You're making me very mad. <laughs> <laughs> you see his face. Uh, Illinois, yeah. They'll 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 punch you in the mouth on that one. They've they've had Indiana. How how many years have they had the opportunity to take the S off the end of the state and they never did? They'll start saying it right if you take that extraneous plurality off the end. People from Illinois say it correctly, and people from the six states that border Illinois say it correctly. Well, at least we know Illinois is a state. Unlike New Mexico. Yeah, people don't even know. (laughs) Just keep it that way. Me and Van went to Hawaii one time, Vital. We showed our New Mexico driver's license, and the girl's like, we don't take Mexico driver's licenses. Van was like, are you you messing with me? Hawaii is understandable. Dave and Buster's presents Two Men Online from the live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Opinion Coffee. We play on Team I nine and we start our day at the YMCA of Central New Mexico, ninety five point nine FM, AM six ten, the Sports Animal. Welcome to five o'clock. Welcome to quitting time. Welcome to the car. For all of our time clock friends out there, I know you've been clocked out for six minutes already. That's how they do it, man. Hit it at the fifty three. It's on the quarter hour. Schmatt. Joining us on the program is you, the friend of the show. Aw. Mm-hmm. A lot of NFL talk for the remainder of this one. We'll hit on this Jacksonville Jaguars story. We'll talk Cleveland Browns. Obviously, they got some COVID stuff going on. Thursday night football preview. So, Jacksonville got rid of Urban Meyer today. Did you see this? Of course I saw it. I've been watching with great anticipation. You know I love spectacles. He was allegedly kicking kickers, and you saw a video where he, you know what he does to tight ends. Mm-hmm. So, he had to go. Obviously. If the on-field results weren't enough, do you want to trip through time since his hire? to do a little timeline action? Uh, if you have it, does it end with James Robinson outlasting him? January 14th, Jaguars hire Urban Meyer. Sounds good. Okay. Hey, set up a good program, had a lot of success in college. We we all know how well that works in the NFL. 
February 11th, Urban Meyer hires Chris Doyle, strength and training coach, who was fired 48 hours later after there was backlash in the locker room because he made racist and bullying comments at Iowa, and that's why he was fired from Iowa. Yeah. That's his first move. That was weird. That's the first thing he did. That was a poor decision. May 20th, Jaguars signed Tim Tebow as tight end. I was into that. I was very into that. That's the only good thing he did all year. July 1st, NFL fines Meyer and the Jaguars. They were fined $300,000 for violations of contact during offseason practices. Right, I remember that. You remember that? Okay, Jaguars got smoked in their first game by the Houston Texans. They gave up 37 points to the Texans. The Texans haven't scored more than 22 points the whole rest of the year. Oh, God. There are rumors that Urban Meyer was going to go to USC. He it, said, of course he said that's not true. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know he's entertaining the idea. Well, he has to now. He's, he's got nothing else going on. September 22nd, the second friggin' week of the year, he tells Broncos coach Nick Fangio, every week is like playing Alabama in the NFL. He's like, oh, it's just so hard playing in the NFL. <laughs> October 2nd, we know exactly what happened then. That's when he didn't fly home with his team. He went to visit his grandkids. And he went to went to Columbus and then got all Uncle Touchy on some girl that was 40 years younger than him. December 6th, James Robinson. Congrats to James Robinson, like you said, for outlasting Urban Meyer. December 11th, and this is getting to this week, called his assistant coaches losers and wanted to see their resumes. December 15th, kicks his kicker. <laughs> oh, oh. How did he last this long? Uh, hey, bet. Like, put a bet down right now. ESPN is going to put him in the booth for the New Mexico Bowl broadcast on Saturday. Oh, my God. Like, get out of here. Like, That's like, too get, bad of a look. They couldn't do that. Got to capitalize on it. Hey, and to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. He's... You only used to playing 13 games a year anyways. Good point. So he kind of did a full season for what he's used to. So he lasted just as long as his normal seasons, so kudos to him on that, Mark. He, is he the worst NFL coach of all time? I don't know. Did an NFL coach ever kill a guy? Because, like, that's, I think that's the only logical step for how bad his season's going. Breaking news tomorrow, Urban Meyer killed a guy. <laughs> His family's on a tirade, too. They're like, what are you doing defending this? Hey, we, we talked about this um, Monday when you were uh, having your happy birthday celebration. Yes. And uh, co-host Buck D, Robert Buck D. Gibson, uh -huh. called it out verbatim. He said... Urban Meyer is gone within a week. You know, want to know how I know how? Because owner Shad Shad, Khan. Shad Khan just said he has the complete support of the organization. <laughs> and, and once once you once you say you got complete support of the organization, he's like, oh yeah, he gone. He gone. He's just the worst. He's the literal worst human being. And there's no reason to talk about Daryl Bevel. There's no reason to talk about what's going to come in or go on. None of that matters. Sure. They're going to win this weekend against Houston. Cool. And then that's it. It's done. 
Oh, for sure, for sure. I was I was rooting for him. Not because I liked Urban Meyer. No, no one does. But I want to see Trevor Lawrence do really well. Same. And I like Shad Khan. I really like Shad Khan. Anybody who can rock a ponytail and a handlebar mustache and own a team, I'm like, all right, show me your playbook. I want to see how you did this. So Jacksonville is one of the most come-up cities in the country right now. Jacksonville is growing. Jacksonville, you know, Florida weather, all these things, right? And even Shad Khan was like, you know what I think I'm going to do, fellas? You know what my plan is? I'm just going to buy Wembley Stadium and let's move over there. We're going to take the team to England because Shad Khan has that kind of mindset where he's like, I'm outside the box all the time. Killing it. Killing I, the game. They would do way better in England. London, England. You would have to change your name too, right? Yes. There there aren't Jaguars anywhere close. Oh, I don't know that. England. I don't know that. Is that true? It's got to be. I don't know that. I'm not saying you're wrong or right, but I'm telling you that I don't know where Jaguars live. I don't think there's any big cats whatsoever. They reached out to Trevor Lawrence about the Urban Meyer firing. They is the like beat writers in um, Tampa Bay. He said, quote, with everything that's been going on, it's been hard to focus. Oh, Oh, you don't say, Trevor. There is a European wildcat. Only known to be in Scotland. There there are actually British big cats. I told you. It is not a big cat. It's like a house cat. It looks like a house cat that got wild. I've I've heard of British big cats, BBCs, and they are impressive. <laughs> I'm not one to laugh at others' failures. But Jacksonville Jaguars and Jacksonville beat Jaguar beat writers and and talk radio personalities and fans, they're dancing on the grave that is Urban Meyer right now. Like they are ecstatic down there. Sure. And he, he doesn't have the protection of some giant university and some giant university's legal team that could cover all this up because he's dealing with children. Grown adults aren't going to deal with this behavior. Like, these are grown men with wives and families and homes and businesses. They're going to be like, oh, yes, sir, please kick me. I'm not going to say anything to the media. You're going to get me expelled. No, these are grown men. All the friends of the show that are listening right now, like, you you have a work environment, right? You have a whatever it is. It's an office or it's a work site or it's a, whatever your job is, right? You have a work environment. And at that work environment, you have a boss. And you have a boss who's a jerk. And some people are like, no, I love my boss. Well, then you don't qualify for this conversation. But you know who I'm talking to, friend of the show. And the Jacksonville Jaguars, they had that. They had a huge jerk boss in the building all the time. And he just got fired. Do you know how much the culture is going to improve for the Jaguars, the team, and the players, and the coaches, and the support staff, and and I'm certain the FedEx guy who's not afraid to ring the bell early in the morning anymore. Mm-hmm. That's about to be the happiest NFL team on earth. They're going to win out the season. You did pick them to win the South. I did. I do yeah. do that. Also, if you make Trevor Lawrence hate you, you are a bad person. I don't think he is because, you know, 
laws and rules, but he looks high all the time. Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. He's not. He's not, but he might as well be. What a waste of his rookie season, right, in terms of his development. Well, I don't know because there's only one way to go from here. Who He can do anything because it's, it's hard to focus when you're worried about your coach just coming up and kicking you. Like <laughs> He lost the locker room a long time ago. He lost it back when he didn't fly back with the team, I think. That's where he lost it oh, in October. Yes. Hey, and kick a ball, boy. Kick an intern. Don't kick the kicker. The kicker will kick you back and break your old fragile legs, you moron. If you are a daily fantasy guy, pick up Trevor Lawrence this week and James Robinson. Because both of them, kill. yes. And afterwards, and I don't know what it is, but it's going to be their celebrations on scoring are going to be giant forget yous to Urban Meyer. Oh, could you imagine just like. If they do the Ohio State O? No, if they like grope each other in the end zone. Just kick each other. Somebody <laughs> scores, and they kick each other in the leg, and they're like, okay, like that's the play. They they kick each other, and they do the, the fists under your eyeballs, whiny cry face yeah. thing. Yeah. Juice, Juice Robinson. James Robinson scores, and then Trevor Lawrence goes, and, and Panamime's sitting on his lap, and James Robinson just fear, feels his rear end out. Yeah, yeah. Like, forget it. Grab a break. A little more NFL talk when we get back. Dave and Buster's presents Two Men On Live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Friend of the show, Lenny, joining us on the Quan's Auto Care Hotline. And if you spoil anything about Spider-Man, Lenny, because I'm going tonight, you you will receive a one-month ban from the program. <laughs> I won't ruin it for you, and I'm not going until tomorrow night. Oh, okay. Well, then you and I will connect over the weekend and give our opinions. Yes, yes. Hey, but, um, Uncle Ben died. Let's go with tonight's tell game. Him. Lenny, tell him. Tell him Uncle Ben died. Home. <laughs> Look, if no one likes Spider-Man and see the best movie of the year, then you just need to go find something else to do. That's how I feel. <laughs> the best thing that's ever happened. I'm ready. Okay. I'm sorry. Chargers tonight. I know you're a Chargers guy. All right. So the Chargers going to finally right the wrong of the past few years. The Kansas City offense has been anemic the past five weeks. And the Chargers pull off the upset 27-20 and take the under and the points. Ooh, you're taking the under because you don't because think the, the players? Because the Kansas City offense sucks the past five weeks. They do suck a little bit. Mayhomes does not look like Mayhomes. Their defense has been winning. All right, because of Lenny, I just changed my pick to the Chargers. But, I mean, what has what has Mayhem shown you the past five or six weeks? They're winning, but what has he shown you on, with his stats? That his, that his brother is a real jerk and will try to cancel culture local bars in Kansas City. His brother's an idiot. You know, let him go hang out with Logan Paul and, you know, that group and the, and the Dobry brothers. The face of Gen Z, Logan Paul, yes. But... What has he done? His off- his defense has been saving him. It's been a very good defense. They, and I'm not afraid of Casey's running backs. Even though the Chargers have a terrible run defense, I'm not going to worry about what Casey throws at you for running. You got a little Pushin, that's the main running back. So unless he runs under your legs, I'm not worrying about him getting more than 80 yards. 
Herbert will be good for one touchdown, probably for one pick six. So that'll help Casey's defense. But the bigger problem for the NFL is, will they make it to the end of the season without having to cancel any games? Oh, they will. If they were smart, they would cancel this Cleveland game. Well, that's ridiculous because last year they did it to the Broncos where the Broncos had to use a wide receiver at at quarterback. Well, to be fair, fair, they cheated on their COVID practices and safety, and that was dumb of them. I understand that. But if you want to put a quality product on the field, what purpose does it serve? Especially when you have playoff games on the line. I just don't think the NFL cares because, like, people will tune in to watch a car accident as well. And that's why. If you want to watch a car accident, that's a good segue to the Jacksonville Jaguars. (laughs) I mean, Chad Khan has owned the team now 10 years, and now he's looking for his sixth coach. Dude. Follow the business model your son is doing with AEW. Love this. And figure it out. I think the car wreck isn't the Cle- isn't the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's the history of the Cleveland Browns since Jim Brown. That is the car wreck. They have zero success for decades. That the, might be true. The river in Cleveland caught fire. When Cleveland Cleveland thought about getting good for five minutes, they moved them to Baltimore. That's true. And Baker Mayfield and his wife are playing themselves out of a contract. Uh, He's tweeting himself out of the contract right now because he, like everyone else who gets COVID-19, is sitting at home and just roasting the NFL on Twitter. I don't know. You can roast the NFL, but at the end of the day, you have to pay for a contract next year. And if you think someone's going to throw down. $35 $35 million at you? Think again. He does have the one year. You haven't done anything. Yeah, he's done nothing. He's, he's been... not a top 15 quarterback. I would take a healthy Fitzpatrick any day of the week over him. There's a lot of guys that I would say that sentence about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, that's why I picked the football team to go to the playoffs, because they had Ryan Fitzpatrick healthy and a starter for once. That's true, and I feel bad for him. Why he waited so long to get hip surgery, that's another problem. Baker Mayfield isn't a top 15 quarterback, but he is a top two commercial actor. And that's what you're getting when you sign Baker Mayfield. The best commercials in the NFL besides Peyton Manning. Yeah, but at some point, you need to win games and make it to the playoffs. I I agree with that from the fan standpoint. From the organization standpoint, I'm not going to say I'm convinced Cleveland thinks that. I don't think Cleveland thinks they need to win games. Cleveland just likes that Colin Cowherd was talking about them a little bit more than usual. The owners don't care because since they don't have to fully open their books to the players, you don't know how much profit they really make. We can guess from the Green Bay Packers, and the answer is a lot. A lot. Right. But the Packers make way more money than Cleveland because they have one of the top three fan bases in the country. I think there's truth to that. But, the, I mean, there's still there's revenue share with the TV deals, and then I don't know what Cleveland's penetration is in the local media market, but I'm sure they have strong affiliation. Like, they create a – similar to the Isotopes do, right? So the Isotopes are not the Colorado Rockies. They're the Albuquerque Baseball Club. And it's – they right. can – yeah, they can do whatever they want outside the organization to raise – the 
Cleveland, I'm sure the Browns do the exact same thing. There's a ton of money coming in, and they're not based off W's because that place sells out all the time. They still have the dog pound. They still, the fans, they love being losers. Well, I, I understand that, and I don't know why they don't put their jerseys with a paper heck, a paper bag attachment to that, the back. That is the best NFL film things all time. Well, they're they're still in the playoff hunt, so <laughs> the, the, the season's not that going bad. To make the playoffs. Lenny, you are very good at this, and we appreciate when you take the time. Make sure we connect uh, over the weekend or early next week to talk about Spider-Man. Let's, let's talk about it early next week because the people want to—they're uh, going to have to first decipher what the hell a multiverse is, <laughs> and, and they don't understand that. First, they got to look it up. And when you say people, you mean me because I get real confused real easy. Yeah. You know, and since I have that legal pass where you can see unlimited movies a month, anyone can get that. I need that. Uh, Twenty-one bucks a month. How could you turn it down? Right, There's no good movies anymore. You stop it, Van. It's good movies. If you see Spider-Man three times in a month, you've made your money back. That's a really good point. Yep. 12, I'm ex- 1266 is what I paid per ticket tonight. Lenny, I'm excited you for know? Paul Thomas Anderson's Licorice Pizza next month. Is I'm that, excited that for good. that. And then in March, we got Robert Pattinson as the Batman. I love that. But you know, we'll do that another day. People are getting bored right now. They want to, you know, wait <laughs> out. And, you know, watch. Oh, and also the Laker fans should be excited. They got their new point guard, Isaiah Thomas. For so, for ten days, <laughs> Lenny, you're the best. You know, <laughs> have a good weekend. The phone lines are open and they're ringing in front of the show. Tommy has reached out on the Quan's Auto Care hotline. Tommy, welcome to the program. Hey, what's up, guys? Tom and the truth back at you. Um, heard what you said earlier about Irvin Meyer. I'll make a bullet point about that. Then I give you prediction for the game tonight. You know, Bowling Green, Utah, Florida, Ohio—they great college coach. Right. And it's not, not even a question what he does in college, and he'll probably be offered another job next year. I don't know if he wants to coach college anymore at age sixty. Um, his best chance is to go ahead and get back and be an analyst. Um, unbelievably good college football analyst. Great on the mic. Um, well, people have reservations about his behavior now. Yes, but you know what? It's going to be forgiven because he brings in people. He, he's someone to talk about. If he does decide to go back to college coaching, he'll he'll sell tickets. So it's all about money, and, and that won't be a problem for him. But hopefully he's learned a lesson from this to just coach and, and, and kind of he needs to change some of his behaviors, that's for sure. Especially at age 60, your NFL quarterback is more mature than you are, the way he's acting. That's That's really sad. And I'm glad he got away from him because I'm going to give Lawrence a scratch for this year because he's too talented. He just needs to get around a better coach and, and uh, that can show his talents. And if he was dealing with this stuff all, all year, he dealt with it with so much class, never whined, never really complained. And like I said, uh, he, he handled things a lot more better than a 60-year-old Urban Meyer. But that's all I got to say about that, guys. And then about the game tonight, Oh, boy. Poor Kansas City. No Chris Jones. COVID. Sneed is out for safety. The linebacker Gates out. So they're losing three, three uh, main guys on their defense. And I agree with Lenny. The offense hasn't been back. It showed up last week, but look who they played. But to me, uh, the Kansas City offense will really be back. It's when they average 30 points a game for about two or three games in a row. And I could say that offense is back. However, I do think Mahomes does well against the NFC West teams wins most of the time. I'm, I think I'm going to pick a high-scoring game because San Diego's got some guys out, too, on their defense. I think it's going to be 37-31. Kansas City's going to win tonight. And the, I think it's uh, the favorites minus three. Is that San Diego or Kansas City? Uh, I believe it's Kansas City on the road. 
well, I'll, I'll, I'll give up the three, I guess, uh, whatever it is, minus three plus three. I, I think they're going to win 37-31 either way. Uh, I was 5-0 oh last week on my picks. I put more of my picks up on usually Friday or Saturday on Facebook. But I'm, I'm thinking just because those three guys, I know I think they're out. Are they going to be able to make up for that? And I think they will. There's some guys that will step up. But 37-31, Kansas City. And uh, Urban Meyer, guess what? Now you can go back to your bar in Ohio, and you can dance with all the girls you want. Got time on your hands. 5-0 and are the Kansas City Chiefs in their last five, so be prepared for that. Can we sneak one more caller in, uh, Mike, before we go to break? Cleveland Ed joining us on the Quans Auto Care Hotline, and we're stretching the breakout for you, my friend. How are you? I am well, gentlemen. Uh, by the way, you guys don't know what the hell you're talking about, about the Browns. Give it to they us. Were actually, and they were in the playoffs last year and actually beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, prior to that, they were building a team, and Baker Mayfield may not Oh, no, we're losing Ed, and I like it whenever I get told I'm wrong. Yeah. Ed, are you still with us? I'm still with you. You guys are completely wrong. As we often are. No, well, only on the Browns. But you were wrong to choose Sprint as your service (laughs) provider, so you want to try back and give us what we deserve in a minute? Ed, we're going to grab a break, but call us again during the commercial, and and we'll get you back on. I think we lost him. We tried. Yeah. Hey, so, yeah, Ed, if you're, if you're still on the broadcast, friend, uh, reach back out during the commercial break. We'll get you on the comeback. We're two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. This report is brought to you by Lobo Basketball. The Lobo men's and women's basketball teams are back at the pit Saturday, December 19th. The men's team hosts SMU at 1 p.m., while the women welcome UTEP at 6 p.m. Tickets are available at golobos.com slash tickets. We'll see you at the pit. Back live on the program, we had lost caller Cleveland Ed, and that was a bummer. But he was talking about how we were kind of off the mark on our like Cleveland Browns like understanding. Sure, I wanted to hear it. Yeah. So he had mentioned that the Browns were in the playoffs last year, which, to be fair, mm, to be fair, to be fair, is true. They were. Maybe Cleveland Ed, friend of the show forgot that that was the COVID season and it doesn't even really count. And like he was it, playing AARP recipient Ben Roethlisberger. Correct. Where they did beat up on the Steelers. It was like high 40s to high 30s. Big big win. Did eventually go on to lose to the Kansas City Chiefs in a nail-biter and the Chiefs went on to win the Super Bowl. Cool. And then you're like, well, Fred... If you're wrong about that, you're probably wrong about a lot with the Cleveland Browns. No, I'm not. The last time they were in the playoffs, I was in high school. What did I just say? I would have been 15, 17 years ago. 2002 is the last time that the Cleveland Browns were in the playoffs, losing then to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I guess they got their revenge on them. And you're like, well, Fred, that doesn't seem like a lot. That seems like a 20-year span. Well, it's only 18, man. You're bad at math. They were in the playoffs before 2002 in 1994. It's another 18 years. (laughs) Again, (laughs) not tremendous math. (laughs) 
I love fandom. And I love, like, I love friend of the show, Ed. But to tell me that the Cleveland Browns care about winning, they don't even care about COVID protocol. They got how many? They got 11 starters on the COVID reserve? You know who doesn't have any cases of COVID? Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Super Bowl champion, Tom Brady led, 100% vaccinated, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think because the Packers only have one. And it's their backup, backup quarterback. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers had it. So, I mean, I'm just, I, I mean, I don't want you guys to blow it out of proportion here. Like, Aaron Rodgers is the savior that you guys paint him as. He's not on a purple cross, okay? He's a loser. Wherever Urban Meyer ends up, that's where Aaron Rodgers is going to end up. Green Bay or Las Vegas, that's where Aaron Rodgers is going. My thing, that's a let thing. me let me let me restate that. Okay, Green Bay or Las Vegas, that's where I want Aaron Rodgers to go. How about that? Yeah, it sounds much better. I'm not saying I'm saying, but I'm saying, and this is going to be a hard pill to swallow for for fanatic out there, not just Cleveland Brown fanatic, any team fanatic, Los Angeles Laker fanatic, although they try a little bit harder. Your NFL team does not love you. Your NFL team does not love winning. Your NFL team, the billionaires that own them, don't care about the record on the field. They just want to make more billions of dollars. The Browns may not be consistent winners, but let me tell you what they're really good at. What's that? Fooling me again (laughs) into thinking that they're going to the AFC Championship. I got suckered again this year. Their roster is so good. They're a team on the rise. They got so many young stars. Watch out. Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be a game changer. Wait till he is a locker room guy and a team player. Fooled again. 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 Because there's only a handful of guys, owners or coaches or players, that make the difference. And I'm talking like Tom Brady is one. Tampa Bay does not win if Tom Brady does not go there. And I don't just mean that like anyone could have went to Tampa Bay and been the piece. No. Hard no. But Byron Leftwich, the future head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, he uh he brought old Tom Brady out of AARP retirement. No, he did not. Tom Brady showed up and was like, here's how winning organizations work. And because I'm a winner, you guys are now a winning organization. I'm not a product of my environment. My environment is a product of me, Jack Nicholas, Tom Brady. You know what else Cleveland fooled people into doing? Thinking it rocked? Putting the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame there. Yep, I knew you were going. How'd they pull that off? Who's from Cleveland? John Bon Jovi is the obvious answer. John Bon Jovi's from, from New, New Jersey. Jersey. I tried. <laughs> Tracy Chapman, Bone Thugs and Harmony? Like, who? How did they get the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Cleveland should have the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, legitimately. And then outside of that, I agree with you. I don't know. No one. Uh, Good news for Cleveland Brown fan. Tight end David Njoku was removed from the COVID-19 reserve list today. That's good. Wait, hold on. 
not because he died of COVID. No, he's no, he's he actually he got the negative. He result. tested negative twice. Whew, okay, you scared me there. There was a pause. And it's different than this time last year, and we're going to talk about that when we get back from the break. Dave & Buster's presents Two Men On Live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. It's the final one before we turn it over to Thursday Night Football. Mike Trujillo, true to the game, after the football broadcast tonight here on 95.9. And... AM 610. Chiefs are favored by three van on the road at the Chargers. Uh, I got the Chiefs. I think their roster's just too good. I like the Chargers a lot, too. The Chargers can handle business, but I can't bet against the Chiefs when they've been playing so well. Lenny convinced me. I'm going with the Chargers. Uh, I. By the way, Lenny, if you're still listening, when Fred said that you convinced him, you literally convinced him because he pulled out his phone Opened up the Pick'em League app yes. and changed his picks right in front of me. Go so it actually happened. Going with the Chargers. I don't like to bet against anyone at home. I don't like to bet against anyone at home on short notice. I don't like to bet against Justin Herbert. Yeah, I think Kansas City, their defense has been playing so well, even though they're, lo- they're missing a few pieces. The Chargers defense is also missing a few pieces. But, I mean, I just trust the Chiefs. It's hard to to bet against a, a, a talented team at home in a division rivalry. That's what that's where I think it is. Because are we a little bit going to be talking about it? Does this, to you, feel like round two or round one or round three? Well, it's going to be a 12-round fight between Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert for years to come. A hundred percent. It does. A hundred percent. These two will keep each other from doing a lot of really special things. Like, one team – will have the players. Obviously, the Chiefs have, have been there recently. In San Diego, excuse me, L.A., will be on the come up, and the Chiefs will be there to stop them, and the Chiefs will be rolling, and San Diego will knock them off. And this is the thing that's going to happen for years to come, and the AFC West is going to be very exciting for 10 years. And the Broncos are going to work really hard to keep pace with these two teams. Yeah. And the Raiders, well. They get a Super Bowl, which is nice. I don't know. It's just the Browns packaged with silver and black now. God, that's mean. It's like Scooby Doo, where like you rip the face off the ghost, and it's the mayor. You know, it's like you just pull the the silver and black off of the Raiders, and it's the Browns underneath. Right, roll. Yeah, see. <laughs> I have to say this the last segment because everyone knows I'm a closeted Raiders fan, so it hurts to say out loud. It it's hard out there for fans. We just went over it. It's hard. It's hard out there. Not everyone could be a Patriots fan. Not everyone can be a Packers fan. Right. It's rough out here in them streets. Them streets is hard. Los Angeles Chargers at home is my pick. Give me something close, though. Give me low 30s, high 20s. That's where I think it's going to end up being at. I do think it'll be a good pacing between uh, both quarterbacks. I think I think if, San, or excuse me, if L.A. scores, then Kansas City is going to score and vice versa. Playing in Los Angeles, special teams are going to be a factor because you can kick it a little bit. Yeah. With no doubt, in my mind, Chargers at home. Who you got, Vital? L.A. Chargers. Chris Jones, Kansas City's best player, de- best defensive player is out. I like what Herbert's been doing with the ball. He's Ner- got over 30 touchdowns. Never even heard of Chris Jones. Is he new? Chris Jones is their uh, defensive tackle. He's oh. been a force. 
Sounds like a real contributor out there. But because of COVID, he won't be playing tonight. That Omicron, am I saying it right? Omicron? Omicron. Omicron? The Oklahoma Comic-Con? More contagious, less symptomatic, apparently? That's what I heard. Early reports. It's more contagious, and it won't hurt you as bad. Fauci said on... Especially if you got your vaccine. Well, that's the thing, because you can have... You can have three vaccines. You can have already have had COVID, and you can get it again. Sure. Happens. Mm-hmm. Fauci said this morning on the NPR, because you know I'm an NPR guy when I wake up. He said it is like three days. He said it rep- he says it doubles in three days. That's three times as fast as anything else. Mm-hmm. He said, so it's going to overtake Delta in a couple weeks, and it'll be the only one in the game. And then the little reporter is like, so does that mean, Dr. Fauci, that it would be better to get the – Omnicron. Something, something Bitcoin. Yeah. And then he's like, no. He's like, it's not better. Nothing's better. Nothing's better. Yeah. Not having it is better. Correct. But we're at a point now where, and these players, they're not, I'm assuming they're not getting it at the office. I'm, I'm assuming they're getting it outside the office. But like Baker Mayfield's, who's having a breakdown today on social media, he's like, they don't really test us, they don't really care. I'm not surprised everyone has it because they haven't been looking into it. Until you get busted for it and then you get put in the protocols and then they come down on you. Right. Besides that, they don't you don't have the infrastructure to test everyone every no. day. It's just self policing. And you know what happens when you get self policed. And it's not it's not like this time last year when I had just got out of the hospital with COVID nineteen. There was no vaccination then. And in the NFL, they were like, well, if you get it, that sucks. Can't really do a ton for you. And now it's like, you're taking these risks. You're not Tampa Bay. If you wanted to behave the way we behaved last year and and hang out for the next five, six, seven, eight weeks, whatever it is left, if you're making a Super Bowl push, it's not hard to do. You just do it. Congratulations to Tampa Bay. No one's spoken so fondly about Tampa Bay in a two-year period than what the Buccaneers are doing right now with their Super Bowl run yeah. and the way they're treating their organization. I agree. Like, I want a, I want a reason to lampoon Florida so bad. It's just such low-hanging fruit. Not Tampa Bay. But not Tampa Bay right now. Jacksonville, yeah. Miami, yeah. Pensacola, yeah. The Swamp, yeah. Tampa Bay, killing it. Tampa Bay, every corner, brand new corner. You're like, what do you mean, Fred? I'm, I'm talking like implements a building. I'm talking cement trucks and skyscrapers going up and cranes. And like UGG that. factories. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know about that. Yeah. It was a good program today. Thank you to Jeff Simbietta who joined us. That was I'm really appreciative of he. Thank you to Carter Sherman on allowing us to replay his speech he gave today while helping our first responders in the city through the Duke City Gladiators. Thank you to caller, caller Lenny, caller Tommy, and caller Ed, all friends of the show. Ed, if you're still listening, you're going to have to call us back some other time and berate us. Or come see us tomorrow as we're alive from the pep rally for the New Mexico Bowl. That's a better idea. Be there at 4, hang out till 7. Van, any final words before we go? Oh, my goodness. Too much for the time allotted, my friend. Good job, everyone. GG. See you at Old Town tomorrow, Burke.